0: Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio to the fourth and final segment of this week's show right here on AM 920, The Answer in Atlanta. In this segment in our neighborhood spotlight, Edgewater in Lawrenceville is being featured. Also, should you sell your house now or should you wait until the spring? This is what a lot of people ask themselves this time of the year. We want to connect with you. Go to gogattisradio.com. Let's talk. You can ask questions, make comments, push back. You can share ideas, request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. Visit today. You can also subscribe to our podcast if you are so inclined. Each week we pick one specific metro Atlanta neighborhood to call call out critical changes over the last few years to help you understand as an owner of a home how you might have a particular advantage when it comes to selling a home. In today's market. And this week it is Edgewater in Lawrenceville in Gwinnett County. If you are headed 85 North, take exit 111, which is Lawrenceville, Swanee Road. Turn left on Horizon, right on Old Peachtree, and then right onto Collins Hill Road, the neighborhoods on the left. For those of you who are familiar with that area, it is Collins Hill High School District. In 2019, the average sales price of a home in the neighborhood 340,343. There were 35 homes sold. It took 63 days. It's a big neighborhood. It's over 500 homes. It took 63 days on average to market a home. The low sales price 251,500. The high sales price 422,500. Property sold for 98.4 percent of their original list price. In twenty twenty, there were thirty six homes sold one more than in twenty nineteen, took forty-four days. So the number of days it took to market homes decreased by thirty percent, forty percent. Average sales price 340, excuse me, three hundred and fifty one thousand, an eleven thousand dollar increase over the prior year. From a low of two hundred and twenty-five thousand up to a high of four hundred and thirty-eight, thousand property sold for ninety-eight percent of their list price, which means I would say the market was a little weaker in 2020 than it was in 2019, because sellers had to discount 2% instead of 1.6%. Let's look at 2021. There were 33 homes sold so far year to date, so we might very well surpass 35 and 36. They have taken 13 days, listen to that Atlanta, 13 days to go under contract in that neighborhood, and the average sales price is $428,000, which is an $80,000 increase. Four hundred and twenty-eight thousand dollars, which is an eighty thousand dollars increase over the three hundred and fifty-one thousand average sales price in twenty twenty. There are currently two homes listed for sale in the neighborhood with an average list price of four hundred and ninety thousand nine hundred and fifty. Seems like that neighborhood is getting ready to set another record in terms of sales prices. There is point six months worth of inventory. Available for sale, which means in the last 365 days, there's been 38 homes that have sold. So it would take 0.63 months to sell the two homes that are listed. If you have less than five months worth of inventory, excuse me, less than four months worth of inventory, we consider it a seller's market. If we have four or five months worth of inventory, we consider that a balanced market. And if we have more than five months worth of inventory, we consider that a buyer's market. There are 507 homes in the neighborhood, and if you look at that from an equity standpoint, those 507 homes that sold for an average of $191,358 only 10 short years ago in 2011 now sell for an average of (laughs) $428,000. It means homeowners in that neighborhood, the average homeowner, has like $240,000 more equity in their home today than they had in 2011. And if you take the cumulative equity of all 507 of the homeowners, those homeowners' equity has increased $120 million. So those 507 homeowners in Edgewater have $120 million worth more equity in their home than they did before. Elementary school is Rock Springs. Middle school is Creekland. And the high school is Collins Hill. Collins Hill gets a school chimp. School chimp score of 80. Sorry, I dropped my notes on the floor and I had to reach down and pick them up. I apologize for the break. If you are the type of parent that doesn't want to monkey around with your kid's education or the school's effect on home values, and we featured a subdivision in Dunwoody last week, and the listener was kind enough to say, hey, you gave me the information, but you forgot to say that we have a lousy school chimp score, but that's because people send their kids to private schools in the area because people who live in Dunwoody have enough money to do that, and I'm sure that that is correct. He also said, why didn't we mention the price per square foot? And the reason we don't do that, and maybe we should and maybe we will, but the reason we don't mention the price per square foot is the square footage data in Georgia is like just it's off. It's, it's either high or low. It's never accurate. And so I'm afraid if we give too much price per square foot data for neighborhoods that it will mislead people on how to value homes in that neighborhood. Plus, there is an inverse relationship between the size of the home and the value per square foot. So the larger home sell for less per square foot, the smaller home sell for more per square foot. Maybe we'll get into that. And I think that was a gentleman named Madden Dunwoody, and I really appreciate his feedback. We're going to consider it, but I wanted you to know why we have not done it in the past. Edgewater in Lawrenceville, if you're looking to buy a home in that area, uh, might be a good place to go take a look at. Homeowner equity up $230,000 over the last 11 years. Again, if you're the type of parent who doesn't want to monkey around with your kid's education or the school's effect on home values, you might need a school chimp report. Go to gogaddisradio.com, click on SchoolChimp, punch in a little bit of information about the school you would like the results for or the ratings for, and you'll get a report that will be customized for you that will either compare that school to another public high school or allow you to compare that school to all, the average of all public high schools in Metro Atlanta. And it is absolutely free. There's no obligation whatsoever for this report. It will be produced exclusively for you. It will also give you all the demographic information you're looking for about a school district, what percentage of homes are owned by homeowners or, or what are or renter-occupied, what's the average educational attainment of parents, what's the average household income, uh, all the information you might be interested in knowing about a particular high school district is there. Plus, it will give you all the real estate information, the average sales prices, the total number of days on the market, the total market for homes, all of that is included in a school SchoolChimp report. How confusing would it be? to have to make a decision right now this time of year on whether or not it made sense to sell your home now or to wait until the spring, and there are a lot of people in Metro Atlanta who are faced with that decision. Robert in Milton is one of them. It says, I'm thinking of selling my home, but wonder if I should wait until the spring when I hear the market is stronger. Uh, I actually added the last few words. Uh, His question ended with selling the spring, but I'm guessing he's thinking selling the spring when the market is stronger. And you know, is this a good time to sell a home? It's a very common question that we're asked this time of year. And there are many, many different factors that need to be taken into consideration before deciding when to sell a home. Many homeowners believe that selling a home during the fall and winter months is really not a good thing and that spring is really the only time a house should be sold. And that is simply not true. When we look at sales over the period of a year and we look at it and say okay if 100% of the sales happened in 12 months then 8.33% of those sales would happen every single month the reality is may june july tend to be much higher around maybe 10% of the sales uh, january and february tend to be 4 or 5% of the sales and december is almost always somewhere in that 8.3, 8.4, 8.1. So about one-twelfth of the sales that happen in the year wind up happening in the month of December. So there's a lot of real estate activity that is taking place. There's no doubt that the spring market is a good market, but the fall and winter can be really good as well. And the reasons are these. Number one, you have less competition. So there's just less listings out there available for sale. Now, this year there's probably more listings, but there's less listings than there would be otherwise out there. There are serious buyers out there. I can assure you if I was drudging around Atlanta looking at houses sometime around Thanksgiving or Christmas or New Year's, it's because I need to buy a house. And there are lots of people who relocate to the Atlanta area, and if they've got to report to work January or February, they've got to get to town in November or December and put something under contract. Some of the best agents are the ones that are working this time of year. It is not uncommon for real estate agents to decide they're going to take a break during the Thanksgiving and Christmas holiday or whatever holiday you, you celebrate this time of year. And I apologize, I'm not trying to leave anybody out. Uh, but the good agents run a business like a business and they are working 12 months a year. It doesn't mean they're not taking time off for the holidays. It doesn't mean they're not going on vacations. They're just working. They're serious about it. So when you ask an agent to help you buy a home this time of year, really, you're going to probably find in many cases a more professional and more experienced agent who is out there helping this time of year. And then one of the things that people don't really think about is the fact that transactions can be a little quicker, this time of year right now there are fewer real estate transactions there were in the spring the fewer number of transactions means mortgage lenders have less loans to process attorneys have less closings to do home inspectors have fewer inspections and all of these factors should lead to a quicker transaction and closing for all of the parties involved you will find that buyers this time of year tend to be a little more specific with their needs uh, meaning if they need to buy a home, they need to be in by a certain time. So you might find a little bit less flexibility on the buyer's side because they're sort of backed into a corner and they have to do what they need to do in order to move forward. If you're thinking of selling your home now and you wonder if you should wait to the spring, my answer to Robert is the same as my answer would be to you. And that is you ought to give it serious consideration to go ahead and selling now if it won't mess up your holidays and it fits your family schedule. We want you to know your options before you sell Atlanta. You can take advantage of our seller confidence plan. Call us before listing your home with anyone else, and we'll help you understand the four unique ways to sell your home and how each one of those would affect your pocketbook. That's a seller confidence plan to go to gogattisradio.com. Click on Contact Us. You've been listening to Go Gattis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novices to experts so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence And without all the worry, typical with Life's Biggest Investments, we don't want you to learn anything at or after closing that you should have learned before. We'll be back next Saturday at 9 a.m., and I invite you to come back and listen in again. We'll talk to you then, Atlanta. Take care.